Europeans into a new Europe. The podcast about inspiring projects all over Europe with Jana, Jose, Paula, Rosanna. Welcome everyone to the third episode of our podcast. Thanks for tuning in. In this episode, we are here with the trash traveler Andreas Noe and his amazing project, The Trash Cycle. Actually, he started his project very recently, so almost like one week ago on the 22nd of April. So welcome, Andreas, you as the trash traveler. It's very nice to have you here. Thank you very much for your invite. I'm also super, super happy uh, to be here and to speak with you. That's great to hear. So maybe uh, to jump in uh, directly in your project, or what is it about? What is the whole big idea? Okay, so the, the entire project, um, the Trash Traveler, uh, is existing since almost three years. And I quit my job um, because I was confronted with a lot of plastic at the beaches. I was always going surfing and like in every three minutes I picked up some plastic before and after surf. And yeah, like I was confronted with it too much. So I, I said, I have to do something. I'm not fulfilled anymore uh, doing my regular job. And uh, I just started to pick up and raise awareness about plastic pollution. And that's the main, main uh, scope of, of the Trash Traveler project. In the new project, the Trash Cycle, um, my aim is actually to support a petition um, to implement a deposit system in Portugal for bottles. What we have, for example, in Germany or in some other countries, um, we have so many water bottles, glass bottles, cans along the roads, and I'm cycling all around Portugal in the next two months. And I'm picking up as many bottles as possible to show crazily what we need, which is we need to give trash value. And is it just you who is participating or um, who else is participating? You have volunteers or maybe even uh, people yeah, you work with? Yeah. Uh, so like I'm, I'm, I'm doing this since two and a half years. I started alone. Now it's not anymore pretty much alone. I'm cycling in this project uh, alone around the country, but I have uh, volunteers helping. There's, for example, uh, my volunteer uh, Raquel. Uh, she has now her own uh, project also to uh, make the entire trip around Portugal while I'm picking up plastic bottles and do cleanups. Uh, she's exploring local farmers and uh, zero waste options to make the whole trip package free and very local. Uh, then I have other volunteers to, to help and we have also a film team to uh, create documentary movies to raise awareness also uh, online or in the, in the internet. And um, yeah, a part of that, that's the core team. We're also part of an NGO right now. But a part of that, I'm asking everybody who wants to join to come to the beach or to cycle with me a few kilometers. I'm cycling right now 3000 kilometers around Portugal and um, people can join however they want like they don't need to be sustainable uh, to join uh, everybody can just like start to do something start to pick up uh, some trash and from that on uh, we look for further and so we have a lot of schools participating we have NGOs participating around Portugal uh, we have just like people from uh, the general public uh, joining uh, cleanups joining um, the cycling um, that's very very wonderful 
before we were in the first day um, 26 27 uh, cyclists um, students oh. from a university uh, from a bicycle club um, everybody can just join um, to raise awareness together together we are stronger that sounds really amazing and already quite big so you have a lot of people who are joining you but do you remember uh, how was it like in the first weeks of when you started your project because you know i mean project needs time to develop and to get popular and stuff but maybe do you remember how you felt uh, during the first days of your project yeah so i i actually just quit my job to start traveling and to pick up uh, plastic and i actually didn't know where I'm ending up. I didn't have any aim how 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 do I create a movement or do do I want to do this or that. Like I, I just went to the beach for 160 days in a row and mm -hmm. um, I every day created a song and a video about um, the trash, the plastic, what I found at the beaches and tried to alert on uh, social media, Instagram and the trash traveler. Um, Uh, like to to try to open eyes uh, with uh, songs like this for example be sharp don't kill the baby shark be clean don't kill the baby dolphin littering and polluting ain't okay think of the baby manta ray <laughs> <laughs> very nice thanks for the for the short uh, like uh, ukulele concert actually we could have played a duet but yeah my ukulele yeah. is in my <laughs> in the other room very nice nice, nice, so nice. i will put definitely your um all the links like to your website to the instagram uh, channel in our show notes so people can check it out because also your instagram account is really nice like lots of videos and really nice to follow i it's a personal recommendation <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so now you're cycling, but before you said already that you had uh, like, yeah, you were just picking up um, plastic and trash on the streets. And what were the results from these past projects? So the petition is now in this project the first time existing. Mm -hmm. And this petition right now is supported by 38 uh, NGOs in Portugal. Um, so it's it's something very strong and like what I'm hoping what we are all hoping together is that we really can uh, get so many um, signatures that we can yeah. really put pressure on the government to implement it and everybody here also all those listeners all you you can uh, head over to the trashtraveler.org and just like leave your signature you can do that even from anywhere in around mm -hmm. uh, around Europe that's that's possible as well and yeah before i didn't have that um, i was raising awareness basically and okay. um, it was all like very very um like simple from the beginning in the first 160 days i was alone then i thought like okay i need to actually be not alone but be together because we are always like caught in this instagram bubble in this hashtag uh, yeah. be sustainable or something like that so we need to do something crazy to open eyes so i decided to hike the entire coast of Portugal in two months without any break day 
on sand to pick up 1.6 tons of plastic and ask people to join. So like there were like 600 people uh, coming to the beach in, in these two months. And the aim of that is actually to reach as many people as possible to who are actually not thinking about plastic pollution outside mm -hmm. of Instagram. And how can we do yeah. that? We do something crazy and we reach journalists. And um, that was my goal. And uh, I was very happy with the outcome because uh, a lot of people had to open their newspaper uh, to read that there is a crazy guy walking the coast of Portugal. Yeah. And so they had to think about the issue. I didn't have back then something to measure it, like a, a petition or something, but I had at least numbers with 600 people and um, over 80 NGOs and initiatives um, that joined. Um, so the feedback of, of the general uh, people who joined and also uh, people who then on the journey um, started to follow, um, that feedback was just almost 100% um, beautiful and very positive. That's really inspiring because you really started on your own with the idea in your mind and then uh, it got bigger and bigger. So I think it's also really inspiring for other people um, to maybe also take the initiative if they have a good idea. Yes, absolutely. And I didn't mention it before, but you're or originally from Germany. And a very uh, a question, I think, which is uh, which I ask very often, uh, why did you move to Portugal or why exactly Portugal? Why not another Mediterranean country, for example. Yeah, I'm, I'm always saying like I'm only doing this in Portugal because I love the country, not because mm -hmm. the plastic pollution is worse than anywhere else. Um, it is like here very crucial because we have such a long coastline, actually. Um, that's why we feel it. But uh, I could do this project anywhere in every country all over the world, even in Germany, where we think always we are perfect. But even there, our recycling rate is incredibly low yeah. and um, we are just like burning our our plastic and our trash basically uh, which means like oh okay we are having a high recycling rate but that's actually just burning so like uh, in portugal we can do something hands-on in germany for example it's a hidden problem and um, yeah i'm just in portugal because um, i love to surf and um, <laughs> seven years ago i went uh, went here to travel the country and um, then I said at some point yeah I, I want to to live here at the ocean I fell in love with the ocean um, and I decided to start my PhD in Lisbon uh, I found a professor so I, I had a good base to start my journey here and at some point I didn't want to continue my PhD anymore so I said okay let's do something else Nice. <laughs> and uh, regarding the cycling, because in the first episode we talked uh, with the representative of the Eurovelo network, which you might know, uh, how is the cycling situation in Portugal? Like, uh, do you cycle on cycling roads or do you cycle on routes uh, for cars or where do you cycle actually? Yeah, so it's improving slowly, mm -hmm. uh, but it's improving. Uh, cyclists, uh, yeah, the, the cyclist movement is not as big yet um, but we have in we have a very beautiful association cyclist associations uh, for example um, that are actually really really fighting also for the rights of, of cyclists and um, it's really going somewhere however it's still very dangerous at some point like the first day we were going from Qashqai to Lisbon um, which is a 
a wonderful um, um, road along the, the ocean into the capital and uh, there we have just parts of cycling lanes and we always have to go almost on a highway uh, where people are driving crazily and also um, I think uh, it was two years ago one of those um, guys from the cycling association died because of that dangerous road. It is not uh, perfect and unfortunately, um, yeah, it, like cycling roads are not implemented as quick. Um, so we have to care, but the movement is growing and also the understanding of green mobility uh, in the country is, is like raising um, very, very um, quickly actually. Yeah. Cool. That's also then like hitting two birds with uh, one stone to raise awareness about plastic pollution and also to raise awareness for green mobility possibilities. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> and also what is really remarkable that your bike, uh, you build it by yourself or from secondhand uh, materials or abandoned materials. How did it work? Like, did you know it all by your own or did you uh, ask for advice to someone? And how was the process like? I didn't know almost anything I knew from my childhood. I was always like cycle um, as a kid and I got raised cycling. Uh, but I, I just knew how to change like a tube, how to fix a tube, um, maybe like adjust the brakes a little bit and that's it. <laughs> I could also adjust a light. <laughs> but um, a part of that I didn't know anything and I went into an association um, of um, cyclists um, okay. who were actually helping others to fix their bikes. So it's basically volunteers going there and um, helping everybody who has a problem or who wants to create a bike from scratch they're helping them basically to not only build it but also to teach a little bit to be ready for the real world out there for the, all those problems so i'm feeling much much safer uh, now uh, because i i build it from from the scratch but only with help from volunteers and volunteers from ciclo oficina Angus. That's just like a, a little uh, thank you to, to all these guys. And um, yeah, it went crazy because um, yeah, building a bike out of just like secondhand parts is not easy. I just had a frame and it was an old mountain bike frame. So parts were not fitting at all. We had even to cut <laughs> steel. Uh, we, we had to try a lot of different parts and it was quite a heavy journey to make this bike ready. And it was just ready one week before I started oh, wow. this crazy adventure right on the time <laughs> yes nice and um which are the difficulties you had so far maybe like of, of course now with the cycling project but also in general like um which yeah problems you have to overcome mm, so from from this project now so far the the last four days actually um, or in general, I think what, what is always kicking in is a little bit uh, eco-climate anxiety because if you're like starting to uh, confront uh, yourself with all the issues out there and like I'm picking up plastic every day and like I'm seeing, okay, whew, there is no point that it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's possible to clean. So we really need to change something in the regulations in the system uh, to not make this worse. And plastic pollution is uh, just one part of many 
many parts in climate change um, understanding we have so many uh, problems and being facing it every day and having that as a main main issue in my head it's it's making um, I think like sometimes bringing me into downs where I'm thinking like okay how can I continue and um, what, what, what's the point of continuing but as long as scientists are saying uh, we can actually save that then um, there's hope and that's why I'm also like doing these crazy things. And since you're a very busy, a very busy person, let's already come to an end of this episode. And the last question um, would be, of course, how can one join? How can I, like living maybe not in Portugal, how could I support you? And also, uh, if I'm right now in Portugal at the coast, how can I uh, join and support your project? Okay, so basically everybody can uh, join from wherever you were. Like first you can follow on Instagram or Facebook um, but um, moreover much much more important is like head over to the website thetrashtraveler.org. Uh, it will open a page where you have a link to sign the petition for the implementation of the deposit system. That would make me absolutely happy. Uh, you can spread that, you can show, see what I'm doing every Every day and if you like that you can support that as well if you want to uh, give a donation um, we are also creating a new documentary um, out of this um, project uh, to inspire kids um, students uh, mostly in university and schools um, we don't have yet the main funding for that so if everybody wants to join for that that would be awesome um, yeah but in the end I'm just happy if everybody leaves the signature <laughs> <laughs> all right that sounds great so i'm gonna put all the links in the show notes of course for our dear listeners to check this amazing project out yeah well andreas i do thank you for your time uh thanks a lot for sharing with us your inspiring project your inspiring idea and actually the fact that all it needs is just an idea maybe a bit of persistence and of course of organization but in the end uh, something beautiful can be created by this so thank you a lot Thank you. Thank you as well for, for having me here. And yeah, let's meet at some point. Um, ah, yeah, I forgot about that. You can also head over to the trashtravel.org. If you're in Portugal, you can see the cycling map and you can just join in person as well. <laughs> Ooh, even better. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Nice. laughs> Very important. So thanks a lot. I wish you all the best for your journey. And yeah, to all listeners, follow uh, The Trash Traveler on Insta and Facebook <laughs> and share the message. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day.